the Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. The main reading for this study on what pleases the Lord is 2 Timothy chapter 2. There's a few sermons that um, that I, I, I reiterate many, many times because there is some sermons that really are so important that um, they, they can never be preached more uh, often than enough, really. Uh, one, I think, is one of my ones I preach a lot is time, brevity of life, mm-hmm. really grabbing hold, and that's, that's, that's something that weighs on me. And this one is another one I've, I've done many times. And um, if, if it, I suppose it's so vital to understand this because this, this, is, this is the heartbeat of a Christian. What pleases the Lord? Pleasing the Lord. What pleases him? Now, I, I can't think of a better subject or subject I could preach on more and over, over and over again that would stir our hearts, that would actually make our lives actually function properly, worthwhile, making our priorities and our perspective absolutely. What actually pleases the Lord? Um, the Bible says of, of uh, foolish children, they are a grief... What does he say? They're foolish children, are a grief, and there's no joy, uh, but they just bring bitterness. And um, uh, I was one of four boys, and the police occasionally knocked over doors. Not very often. Not not very often. Just a few times. And um, never me. They never caught me. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you a few stories about him, but uh, we we'll leave that there. There, there. I don't think there's anything worse, is it, than than uh, a knock on the door? Uh, is the the police? Uh, can I? Um, have a chat to you about so and so, and but there's there's grief, isn't it? The grief uh, that, but you know what, a jo- joy, and and you know what, a child longs to please everyone. I always remember, um, I think Josh was about four or five. He was doing swimming lessons, and uh, they were they were an hour long. Well, of course, his attention span is not great, especially at that age. Not now, maybe, but um, especially when he's five. And Jackie taking him on a Monday and Tuesday. And I had a Wednesday off. And she said, you need to take him, she said, because he, you know, he's, he's doing a bit and then he's, he's wandering off and he's playing around. And uh, I said, let me take him. So I, on the way, in Pontypool, as, as we were going in the car, I read him the, uh, he said, you, he said, you better be, listen to that chap. I said, I'll be in there, I said, and we'll be having a talking to him. And uh, what made me laugh, every five minutes he would be looking out the pool, Dad, am I, am I listening? I might be even. And she said, just get on with it. Well, then, just get on with it. But poor boy. That's poor boy. That's why he's scarred. Uh, you Speaker know. of touch. That's right, yeah. Um, but you know what? There's nothing greater than to please the Father. So um, so much so that we have got to persevere. And, and that's why sometimes it's good to bring an old Bible. I do say it very often. An old Bible, you can underline these things. Because so, you know what? What I say tonight, you will not remember everything. You'll not remember most of the verses, but if you underline them, and then you'll know how uh, I would please. The first one, uh, Paul said, is uh, Ephesians 5, 8 to 12. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. It is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. Find out, it may testing, proving what pleases the Lord. 
So that's your, do that. Get after it. Find out what pleases the Lord. In fact, again, remember what we always say, read the verses around it and you'll find some, some things already there that tell you. He said, I have nothing to do with the fruitful deeds of darkness. I have nothing to do with those, he said. Don't even mention them because, it, uh, you know, it, it's strange. We, we, awful some things that are happening. So don't even mention them. But find out Paul's urgency to us. You in now out of, into darkness, into light, out of darkness, into light. Now, find out what pleases him. Um, 2 Corinthians 5. We live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due to him, for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. That's why he's making his goal. My goal, my ambition, my end is to please him. Why? Because everything I've done, remember, will be laid before the Lord. Now, that's not the judgment. Remember, that's not the judgment for heaven or hell, is it? No, that's the judgment from what we've done as Christians. How we've served him, how we've loved him, how we've lived for him. He said, that'll be... And that's why he said, make it your ambition to please him. However, however, sometimes difficult it is. You know why? Because the world today is please yourself, isn't it? Please yourself, suit yourself. Do if, if it, it doesn't matter if it hurts anybody, please yourself. But that's not what... So, and of course, our great example... Our Saviour, our Master, our Lord, John 8, 28 30. Then said Jesus unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am He, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things, and He that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please Him. As he spake these words, many believed on him. Again, John 5, you can read there as well. I always do what pleases the Father. Oh, that's Jesus. Well, remember, Jesus was living through his humanity by the power of his Holy Spirit. So you can look us in the eye and say, you can do it as well. You can do it as well. Everything I do, I please to please the Father. Now, well, I can put my hand up straight away and say, well, I, I can't say that. Uh, lots of things may please the Father, but there are some things that I, I know certainly don't please the Father. But in everything, pleasing the Father. And he is our example. He's uh, our, uh, our goal, our ambition. Of course, he's in us, isn't he? Holy Spirit's in us to enable us, enable us to do that. Well, the first thing we must notice is that you cannot please God and please man. If you're trying to do that, you're in a losing battle straight away. Um, uh, someone said you can please some of the people all the time, but you can't please all the people all the time. And and uh, but certainly when you're living for God, if you're trying to please men, you're you're in trouble. Um, John twelve. Nevertheless, even among the rulers may believe in him, but because the Pharisees did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue, for they love the praise of man more than the praise of God. Isn't it amazing that they those rulers could see Jesus? could see who he was, could see what he'd done. But you know what? They loved the praise of man. They loved the praise of man more than the praise of God. They, they focused on this world. Isn't that sad? Uh, the Bible says the fear of man is a snare, like a noose. It'll choke you. It'll choke you. If, you, if you're worried about what people think. Now, now the, the, other, the other side is you don't go out your way to be awkward. <laughs> right? You don't go out your way. But you know, when you're shining for Jesus... 
it is attractive, but it, it can be um, <laughs> resented by some because you know why? When you sod and light, it stings and it burns and it reveals their lives sometimes. And that, like, but ultimately, we cannot be both. The Bible says um, of slaves, but of course we can take that into employment because that's what it was all talking about. Slaves, obey your masters to Jesus, not with eye service, not when they're looking at you. Oh yeah, I'm doing my job now when he's looking at me. When he turned his back, I'm not doing my job. I'm having a chat, I'm having a cup of tea. Nothing wrong with a cup of tea, of course, halfway through the day. Well, nine o'clock, half past ten, two o'clock. And uh, that's right. <laughs> Um, but he said, not with eyes, but with all your heart, with a heart. So we cannot please God and please man. It's impossible. And God's not asking us to, and we can't do both. In fact, those, those rulers missed out, missed out on their, their salvation even, because they pleased men. Now, this, let's do some, a few negatives first, and then we'll, we'll get into the positive. What, what doesn't please the Lord? And maybe we can even think about that next week. What God hates. It's a very good, good subject. And what does God hate? Because, you know, sometimes we don't hate what God hates. And, uh, but first one, uh, Romans 8, 6 to 8. But to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Mm. Because the carnal mind is an enmity with God, but it's not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are of the flesh cannot please God. Those in the flesh... That means me, my own nature, cannot please God. So if you're living your own way, on your own steam, doing your own thing, you cannot please God. It's very clear. It's not saying, well, you may please God in certain areas. No, he said, Romans 8 said you cannot please. That's why he said you've got to live by the Spirit. So as soon as you hear yourself say, I think, I feel, I deserve, I want, I've earned, my way, my ways, my word, my dreams, stop it. Because that is the flesh. And why we, 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 always, we always think, oh, the, the older brother wasn't too bad. No. He was just as lost as the prodigal son who'd gone away. He was lost in the house. And in that particular verse, John 5, uh, Luke 15, 29, you can see why he's lost, because he uses I, me, and my five times in one verse. I have done this. Yeah, I've got nothing. And it, what I noticed that we were talking amongst the young, young people, uh, and again, it's amazing how you don't see it. The Bible says when he actually split the treasure up, he split it between them. So he'd already given the elder brother his inheritance. He said, I've had nothing. He said, you've been in the house. You see, isn't it amazing? If you live in the flesh, you do not see, you do not appreciate Father's presence, Father's blessing, Father's provision, Father's protection. He was under the house, but he didn't see it. Why? Because he was living his own way, doing his own thing. So it's impossible if we go, do our own thing to please God. Um, 1 Corinthians 10, 1 to 5. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all your fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with most of them, God was not well pleased, for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Listen to that. God was not well pleased with that whole generation. And if you want to know why he was not well pleased, just read the verses after, and he'll give, he'll give you five, at least five things 
that stopped them getting into the presence. And we were talking about one the other day with the grumblers, weren't they? And that's where the Lord says, do everything without grumbling or disputing. Because that's one of the reasons. That's, you see, our words feed, we, we speak what we are, and we are what we speak. It works both ways. It really does. And uh, that's why the, the, the psalmist said, why are you just talking to himself? Be careful who's listening, of course. They might send the boys in. Um, yeah, speak to him. Why are you downcast? Lord, get it. Come on. Speak into your heart. Because we are what we speak, and that's what we're coming in a minute, the power of praise. So he was not pleased with them, and they missed their potential. They missed their potential. Listen, let's go back to the Old Testament in a minute. Malachi, last book of the Old Testament, Malachi 1, 8 to 10. When you offer blind animals for sacrifice, is that not wrong? When you sacrifice lame or diseased animals, is that not wrong? Try offering them to your governor. Would he be pleased with you? Would he accept you, said the Lord Almighty? Now plead with God to be gracious to us. With such offerings from your hands, will he accept you, says the Lord Almighty. Oh, that one of you would shut the temple doors so that you would not light useless fires on my altar. I am... Not pleased with you, said the Lord Almighty. I will accept no offering from your hands. Half-heartedness, religion, going for the routine. God says, I don't like. In fact, they don't please me at all. In fact, and, and then we come to Revelation. He says to the Laodicean church, you're half-hearted. You, you, you are uh, lukewarm. And, you know, he, re, he, he does lay it on thick there, the, 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 the Lord. He says, you make me, we, we say sick, but puke is the other. He, he, that's what you make me. That's what you make me, he said. He said, so that does not please me. It doesn't bring in any old thing. That's what they were doing, weren't they? And then they had the gold to say, well, this is, this is boring. Church is boring. Church is not exciting. Lord, where are you too? And he said, what are you, where am I too? Your heart isn't even in it, he said. Your heart isn't in it. So why, why do you expect me to come and, and bless and, and come among you when you really don't want to be here. You, you're not bringing me what you should to. So that doesn't please the Lord. So there's the negatives. You can find maybe a few more there in the word. But let's go to the point. What does please him? What does please him? Uh, Romans 12, 1 to 2. We know this one. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. First thing that pleases God, here I am, Lord. I am a living sacrifice, absolutely his. Now, in the New Testament, you can find a number, but we're going to look, you can find five, five New Old Testament sacrifices, five New Testament sacrifices. First one, everything. Here I am, Lord. Remember in the kingdom manifesto, what does he say? Seek first. Seek first the kingdom. Get your priorities right, get your perspective right. Me first. Lord, again, does it not make, and that the devil will come and lie to us, He's a liar and a deceiver. But let's just, just work out that, you know, he, he's talking to them on different levels on our Romans 12. And the one he says, this is your reasonable service. Let's look at this now. He's the God who created us. He holds his breath in our hands. 
More than that, he came and died for us, for our sin. Mm. Well, let me tell you, reasonably, what should my response to such a person be? Lord, I love you. If you were, if you were that to me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow you with all my heart. Nothing, no one's going to stop me loving you. with Here I am, a living sacrifice. That, he said, that's a reasonable thing to do. And if you just think slowly and through it, of course it's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely reasonable. There's our first sacrifices. I'm yours, Lord. There's my first. That pleases the Lord. That really does. Lord, here I am. Send me. Uh, Philippians 4. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I, I have all underbound. I am full, having received from received from Epaphroditus the thing sent from you, a sweet sweet smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well pleasing to God. This is this what you give. It was a monetary gift. It was something he gave. Give God loves us people who give. Lastly, and um, so so often we we again the pendulum always goes too far, doesn't it? Um, you know, if you want to be wealthy, you know, do this and that. But you know what? If God can trust you, if God can trust you, uh, he will give it to you because he knows you will invest in it. John Wesley said, um, earn as much as you can and get as much as you can, to give as much as you can. Now, uh, as, as, as the, pro, uh, the man in the Proverbs said, I think it was uh, after the Solomon, now don't give me too much, Lord. Because <laughs> some of us can't handle it. Now there's been some fantastic men, Cadbury, Roundtree, all these guys, wealthy millionaires in back in the day. Colgate was one of them as well. Great men of God who who lived really, you know, on you know really meagerly compared to what they had. I remember what I remember this going to Cadbury World and they said to, uh, one of the things I remember, why didn't you put some fine art on the wall? He said, what do I want that for? He said, well, I, you know, I want to give it, give it to people. The people are starving and this and that. Yeah, investing it. So, you know, God loves. That's just something that pleases God. Giving, giving. Of course, in this particular instance, it's money. That's a fragrant offering. He said, I don't want it from you. But he said, it's a fragrant offering. Because then the next verse, verse 19 says, God will supply all your needs. See, see how the principle works? Of course you can. And there's the principle. So you're giving and God loves that. God loves it. If you're giving a moment of your time, what that's that's a, remember the two two uh, power most powerful things we have in life, or the most uh, biggest assets we have, time and money, time and money, uh, and we give that. God loves that. Giving, giving is a sacrificial offering, and it pleases the Lord. He said, um, "Here we are with three in a, in, in, a, in a few verses to so give up our, our give our five New Testament." Sacrifices. Hebrews 13, 15, 16. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, mm. the fruit of lips that only profess his name, openly profess his name, yeah. and do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. Three things we see there. What pleases God? Sacrifice of praise. He loves the praises of our hearts. We may uh, drop a couple of other verses in there. There, the Bible says, "Look, the psalmist said, the Lord is pleased with a thankful heart, with uh, someone who praises the Lord." Um, uh, Hebrews, end of chapter twelve, says, "Look, let's worship the Lord acceptably in all with let's please Him." 
because our God is a consumer. Let's worship him. It pleases the Lord to praise him. So when we think, oh, I don't feel like praising him. You know, it's powerful. It is absolutely mighty to praise the Lord. You see, when they were in the prison, what did they do? They prayed and they praised. They prayed and they praised. They took their circumstances and said, well, my circumstances are not going to dictate my worship because God hasn't changed. And even if my circumstances don't change, I will still praise him because he's worthy. And that pleases the Father. That pleases the... He says, do not forget to do good. Doing good. Good works. Now, sometimes we... we, we no, don't remember. It's good works because we're saved, isn't it? Good works. We are saved to serve. Ephesians 2, verse 10, what does it say? God has prepared in advance good works for us to do, to walk in them. It's a daily thing. It's an activity. We, we, because we are the Lord's, we are always observing. We're always ready to do something for those around us, aren't we? Why? Because that's Jesus' heart. What the Bible says, Jesus went around doing good, healing all those who oppressed the devil. Because why? Because God had anointed him. So that is a, that's something that pleases the Lord, pleases his heart. But also there it says, um, uh, depending on what translation you use, sharing. That word means fellowship. That pleases the Lord. So when people say, oh, I don't, I, I don't need to go to church, you know, that displeases the Lord because fellowship pleases him. It pleases him, even when we think, ah. Oh. I know what I found when I don't didn't don't want to go or don't feel like going. The Lord does something sometimes. The Lord speaks or touches our heart or wants wants sometimes to use me. And I know we 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 fail to we miss something. If if you miss something, you miss the word of the Lord or you miss a stirring of the heart or, or something from the Lord. Why? Because God is pleased. God is pleased with those um, uh, those sacrifices. Let's read back. Uh, Hebrews 11, 5 and 6. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Enoch is an interesting person to look at as well because obviously he's, he's linking Enoch's uh, epitaph. He, what's the epitaph? One who pleased God. What a great epitaph that is, isn't it? Like David, a man after God's own heart. That was Enoch's epitaph. And we can see, you, you won't read much about Enoch, but you'll read in Genesis 5, the Bible says he walked with God. Now, uh, they tell us in the original Greek, it's the definite article there. So he walked with the true and living God. So at the time, they were already moving away to an idolatry, but not Enoch. Enoch walked uprightly and faithfully with the Lord. Not just that, he walked prophetically with the Lord. Remember Methuselah? We told you what his name is in. When he dies, it will come. When he dies, it will come. When he died, what came? The flood. So he was speaking prophetically. If you read the book of Jude, he also talks about uh, the judgment there, but also the second coming when the Lord comes and, and the ungodly people who do things in an ungodly way. Uh, so you see, he's the man who, who walked with God, walked with God intimately. That pleases the Lord. God loves intimacy with us. And when we miss time with him, when we don't, you know, it, it hurts him, as it would, wouldn't it? When our kids ignore us. No. My kids ignore us. Depends sometimes. Um, 
you know, that, that, that hurts. When we, when we say, well, wait a minute now, I want to talk to you. And they, they say, well, I've got time. Or sometimes they say, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> um, you know, that, that hurts just as much the Father. Um, so how do we please the Lord? By faith. Who do we trust? Who do we depend on? Who do we have confidence in? See, that pleases the Lord when we are depending on him. And again, as I might said on Sunday, so often we de- we are self-dependent. We, we're in- independent. We want to work it out ourselves. And say, say, God, here I am. Thinking, and we were just talking about Pilgrim's Progress, and, and they, they were on that, on that path. And they saw there was their path um, that looked tough. It was, you know, uphill. It was hard going and then they saw a path that, that they thought ran parallel to it that was flatter that went through a meadow it looked easier and uh, Christian said oh well, I think hey they look that's the same way we're going it's the same and Oval said I don't think so he said but look you can see it's running parallel and it looks a lot easier but of course that road led, led to Doubting Castle with a giant despair that, that ran it and they, they were put in the dungeon. Why? Because they thought they knew better. Than, they weren't depending, they weren't listening, they weren't following. And as soon as we independent, we think, oh, I know better than the Lord. That's a much easier way. Well, it always looks easier when you start. <laughs> the broad way always looks easier, but then it narrows and drives you into the ground and uh, into that dungeon they went. Um, so it, faith, depending on, without faith it's impossible to please the Lord. So that really comes down to, um, see, when, to please the Lord is to seek him, to find him. Two, one, Peter, 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 4. I urge you then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good. And pleases God our Saviour, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. That pleases the Lord. Come before him with supplications, thanksgiving, praise. Come before him. Bring in, the, bring in everything before him, especially our land. Uh, that pleases the Lord. It does please his heart. And uh, that's what we long for. When we seek him, when we come before him, just the verse before, Hebrews 11, verse 6, when we seek him, he's a reward of those who diligently seek him. It pleases him because we are looking to him and not to ourselves, not to those around us. It's to him. Only he can save, only he can minister into those situations. God loves, God pleases. To please him um, brings the blessing of God. Uh, Psalm 147, 10 to 11. He delighteth not in the strength of the horse. Mm. He taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, <clears throat> in those that hope in his mercy. The Lord is pleased with those who know who he is and know his character. Fear of the Lord and trust, hope, trust in his mercy. That word, when, uh, Psalm 147. 10 to 11. That verse there, that word there is, of course, mercy, but it's not really, it, it's, it's that word we've talked about before, chesed, beautiful verse, a word which the AV couldn't, because it's so big and vast, the word, the, the loving kindness. It's God's covenant, stubborn love. Hope in that. Because without that, we're in trouble, aren't we? If he's not loving us with a stubborn love, 
then we, if, if it's love like our love, then we're in trouble. Because I'm thinking, well, if he did that to me, he can forget it. How dare he follow me? But he, that, it's that covenant love that cannot let go, will not let go. Even Israel, when he, he threw them out of the land, he said, I'm longing for them. Longing for them. Even though I've pushed them away because of their disobedience and their own rebellion. He said, even now my arms are ever open to a stubborn and rebellious generation. God is pleased with those who fear him, fear the Lord, reverend. Why? Because he's awesome. But also hope, trust, wait, put our hope in his mercy, in his loving kindness. Well, God loves that. It pleases the Lord, also pleases him in our behavior. It's not just all those other things, in our behavior. I put this one in uh, for a number of people tonight. Um, uh, especially George. No, um, Colossians 3, 18 to 20. Wives, submit to your own husbands, as is fitting in the law. Husbands, love your own wives, and do not be bitter towards them. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well pleasing to the Lord. Fathers do not provoke. I didn't ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. Don't, 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 don't. We mustn't read verses around. I told you that before. Be a, listen, it's our behaviour pleases the Lord, isn't it? As our bad behaviour displeases our parents, so he's the same, isn't he? He's a father. And, and as we said before, when he, that, that young boy was adopted, we don't behave like that in this house. We don't behave like that. So there's a behavior that pleases the Lord. Pleases the Lord. That's why he said to slaves, obey your masters. Not with eye service, but just serve them. Because that's pleasing to the Lord. Children, parents, please the Lord by your behavior. It pleases the Lord. But the blessings it brings when we please him. Of course, we just read the presence of the Lord. Uh, what does the Bible say? Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. You know, and sometimes we think, well, where's the Lord? Well, it either is either we've grieved him or we're going through that sort of that valley time, which we can sometimes, that desert time. But I say, I would say probably more often than not in my life, it's because I've grieved him, grieved him. And in that particular chapter, Ephesians 4, 5, you can see what grieves him. Read around the verses. You can see his behavior that grieves the Holy Spirit. But when we please him, the presence of the Lord, that's why the Bible says, Enoch pleased the Lord. And the Lord said, come on, Enoch. You've walked a long way now. Come on home. He said, no point going back home. Come home. And uh, pleases the Lord. Pleases the Lord. Uh, young Solomon, the Bible says, he said, Solomon, what do you want? What do you want me to do for you? And Solomon says, Lord, I'm, I'm young. I need your understanding. I need your wisdom. The Bible says, 1 Kings 3, that request pleased the Lord. He could have asked for victory. He could have asked for wealth. He could have asked for... Oh, fancy to the Lord saying to you, Dave, what do you want? Wow. You know, and of course, it, it, the thing about this, it was in his dreams, wasn't it? So it was an honest answer. Because, <laughs> you know, the Lord could come to me and I could, you know, come, come around it. But no, it was... It was on, and that pleased the Lord. It pleased the Lord. The prayer of the upright pleases him, the Bible says, Proverbs 15, verse 8. The, the ways of the pure please him. And it brings the blessing of God. It brings the presence of God. What about this, our last verse? 1 John 3, 21, 22. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, 
we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we obey his commands and do what pleases him. Listen now, that provision that God brings. The Bible says because uh, we will receive from him anything we ask of him. Why? Because we obey him and we do what pleases him. We do what pleases him. And because we are pleasing him, God says, look, yeah, I, 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 that, can be, that can be yours. Of course, we go back to what pleases him. We are, we are living sacrifices, aren't we? So everything now I'm seeing, I'm seeing from God's point of view. So when I say, Lord, oh, I fancy that. That's me, isn't it? But when I'm sacrificed to the Lord, I say, well, I fancy that. But actually, it's irrelevant. It's not any good. What does it mean? It doesn't mean a thing. And so uh, when I, I might be with before the Lord, and I might be thinking about those, maybe just about to ask him. And, and in my own heart, my own, the Holy Spirit has spoken to me and said, no, it doesn't mean anything. So about anything we ask, he's going to bring. The provision, the provision, the protection of the Lord. The Bible says, uh, when a man's ways, Proverbs 16, 7, when a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies live at peace with him. The presence of God, to please the Lord. What about this one? I just throw this one. Ecclesiastes. You've got to be careful with Ecclesiastes, isn't you? Um, a, a woman is a snare. But a man who pleases the Lord will escape her. But a sinner will be ensnared. I just thought I'd... That's the protection of the Lord. It's the... Hey, I can't... Solomon. He, that's right, yeah. But God is good. God longs... God longs for us to please him. And you know what? When we please him, presence, the pleasure of the Lord protection the provision oh bless the lord that we can please the father you know that those great words when we walk through the gates well done good and faithful servant so what pleases the lord amen worship praise our lives giving sacrificing fellowshipping all those love seeking him relying upon him amen bless the lord we hope you've enjoyed this podcast to find out more about our church, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.